0: y'all. Welcome to Crickside Chatter. Grab a stump, grab a log, grab a milk crate, and sit your tiny ends down and enjoy the banter of friends. Crickside. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Crickside. Steve, woo woo in the house. How you doing there, buddy? Doing good today. Well, that's good. Great. I think I've turned my thingy down because there's a lot of feedback on my end. Do you hear feedback? No. Okay, good. So, you know, I, I hear walked, a dog. Well, yeah, in the house because, and they're all also on the deck because they're pissed off because it's beautiful. Oh my gosh, it's like 60 degrees and I'm in a tank top. 60 degrees in a tank top in Oregon is fucking summer. Hello? Yeah, here. <laughs> no comments? Okay, so I warned you two days ago about what I want to do today about. Because I'm so fucking beyond pissed off about how our veterans and our seniors are fucking treated. Because there are so many. They have no voice. Their families are fighting for them. And there's no fucking voice. You know personally how long it takes... For the VA system to approve any fucking thing, right? See, I'm... Okay, flat. have children in the background. I'm not holding my tongue. Because I'm fucking pissed. I'm so pissed off. It's just bullshit. So fucking bullshit. You know, personally, I know, fighting for my husband, and now with my father-in-law, And the bullshit we're going through right now. And my friend Jill. Oh my god. Her mom is in hospice. And the bullshit care. Where they literally threw her fucking soiled diaper. On top of her fucking dresser. And they thought that was sanitary. It's like are you fucking kidding me? I am so pissed off right now. We have to blow this up. We have to tell the world. What the voiceless. Because they have no voice. Because dementia patients. And so many veterans who are mentally not able to voice their opinions, but their families have to try to fight for them. And it's, it's a losing battle, but only if you stop fighting.
1: Steve? Oh, yeah, I'm listening.
0: <laughs> no. Please add to your experience because of all the bullshit. So I know you personally have had to deal with a bunch of bullshit, right?
1: You no, know, it's just part of the game. I mean, it's the you're not game. going to get into that system without knowing how to, uh, you know, kind of you know run a couple of hurdles or marathons around sometimes. And you know, it it's not as much anymore. But years ago, uh, I do know that it was more rigged into the system that they just want you to eat a quit um so there's a joke going around for many many years which you know what the va motto is right
0: uh no i don't personally i just know my oh, side well
1: it's 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 not their official motto their official uh-huh. motto is from abraham lincoln which um they're changing because it doesn't include women which is a quote from abraham lincoln but be that as it may the motto that we've all given them is delay deny we hope you die
0: exactly see that's and it's been what we like think. that for decades and it's now today I mean it's just like fighting so hard so okay a little bit of backstory so my hubs he's a medically retired marine and the VA actually took away his benefits because they said oh we don't believe you're actually medically you have nothing wrong with you. It took us, I don't know, three, four years to prove the fuck. I mean, prove the fuck. Yeah. Listen to me. See, I told you. So we would have to go down, drive two hours away and we would spend like eight to 12 hours at the medical facility to prove the hell that he, his lungs are fucking trash. They are trash. They actually said, Oh, You have 100% disability for your lungs, but your allergies are only 60%. So, you know what? Hey, it's the, like, government fucking whatever thing. So, well, you know, maybe we'll say you're, like, 70% disabled. It's like 100% for your fucking lungs? I mean, the government fucking sucks. So, the VA system, and right now, fighting so hard for so many of those who have no voice... I mean, I told you, I told, I warned you that I'm totally fucking fired up for the last two days and it's been amplified so much. So it's just like getting the approval stage to move on, to get a nurse, to get the medical care, the pro- to get to that stage. It's really freaking hard. Right. But once you're there, it runs smoothly. Does it not?
1: You're, you're. This is a bad week for you to ask me that.
0: Well, that's why I'm asking you because I'm dealing with a lot of shit, and I know you are too. So that's why I'm asking you personally.
1: Um. So, uh, just give my story on this, and I don't want yes. to get into the detail on it um, too much that's because fine. it's no one else's business. But um, I had to see a surgeon at, at the VA at uh-huh. that I was referred to in February, and I got in this week at took two months to get in and that's fine. You know, so we went and talked to her and it was awesome. I mean, my wife loved her. I've never seen a surgeon that, you know, was just to give a little background to like, if there's anyone else listening guys like me are not allowed to go to major doctor consultations by ourselves yep. because otherwise my wife's going to ask me 975 questions when I get home. And I exactly. Went, I don't know. She goes, "Did you ask?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> she
0: goes, "I do you? the same like, thing." No.
1: But so she went down, and the you know surgeon explained everything, and you know it was, it was a good twenty minutes that she, before she even took a breath, and Dawn didn't have a question, which is like shocking. I mean, really, I don't I've ever you know, she had this girl. Wow, excellent. So I said, "Listen, this is not like you know taking a hangnail off, you know, or something like this. Is pretty major." shit and I want to think about it okay yeah now she yeah. gave me a brochure and what I wanted to do is come home and you know google it and uh you know see who else has had this kind of stuff and what you know what the, the effects are and get with my boss you know from my employer uh-huh. and say hey I'm I'm gonna need some time off um so I called yesterday and they said well since I didn't agree a hundred percent when I left there Monday I have to see her again to say three letters, Y-E-S, but they can't get me back into her until June 28th.
0: Exactly. See, why and the then, fuck, right? <laughs>
1: the thing was, is I was hoping to schedule the surgery yesterday for about the end of June. And then, you know, because it took me three days or so because I wanted to, you know, like I said, it's not a small thing. And I wanted to go through it. And so when I said, so I said, so now you're going to tell me that, I have to go back there to say three letters, and then you are going to schedule me. That was going to take until June to be scheduled, but now it's going to be somewhere. Could be September through December.
0: That's exactly what I was saying. September, October, November. I mean, that's exact thing. That's what the fuck? Because there is no reason for that. I am sorry. They could say, "Oh, blah 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 blah," but bullshit, bull fucking shit. Because the reason why I know that's bullshit is because, okay. You have to look into the core part of the VA system, C-O-R-E, where you can actually find your own physician if it's not a timely manner or so, not within... Yeah, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm way ahead of you on this one. <laughs> I, I'm like light years on this one. So what I asked for is I said, Hey, you're doing 60 days out now. Give a little background on there. Um, President Obama uh, came up with the VA choice program, which was a, a yes, good idea. Yes. And I think, yes. Obama, you know, and I want to be very clear with this. I don't care whether you're a Democrat or Republican or whatever. No president hates veterans. And they do try. Some try harder than others. Okay. Yes. And the I, VA choice program, yeah. what we referred to was kind of the VA no choice. And. So they renamed it when Trump came into uh, – President Trump came in and he made a law that's now community care that says if it's five days or more for a primary or 30 days or more for a specialist, we have to – you have the option of community care, which is what they name it now, which is you're calling CORE. They, they have different terms for it. Oh, and I so I asked yesterday, I was like, okay, can I get the community care? She goes, well, they have 30 days to get back to us. And that they'll decide whether to approve it or not. I'm like, this is, isn't this defeating the whole purpose of your freaking law? And she goes, all right. And, and uh, let me tell you this. The girl I talked to yesterday was the sweetest, most kindest, most passionate person in that, you know, she was doing everything she could. And I was like, listen, how about you put me into community care and I want this same surgeon because the surgeon told me. She goes, I'm not allowed to tell you to to refer, but I do do community care. I am a community care provider. Uh And if you ask for me, they will send. So I did. And they said, no. So she got her manager and they said, no, because you already saw her here. I'm like, what difference does it make?
0: It doesn't. This is the point where.
1: You see the runaround, though? I mean,
0: it is a runaround. So here's the thing. (laughs) Here's the thing with the runaround, because we have dealt with this for, I don't know, what, 25 years. You have to call every goddamn day. You have to have another person call every single day. I actually literally was calling every single hour until we got a result. Every hour. Mike was calling every single hour until we got a result. You cannot sit back because they're going to push those that sit back like, oh, okay, well, you explained that. So I'm going to sit back and be passive. You cannot. You have to be on the offense non-stop with the VA non-stop I mean flat out that's the thing that people don't understand because the VA keeps pushing everybody back they keep pushing so many people back and it's bullshit because you all have fought for our fucking freedoms and you should not be pushed back you should be up at the should not be fed all this fucking bullshit I mean it's I told you I was fired up about this because so many people are fucking being pushed back. I mean, it's it's so many are just being passive. I'm crying now. See, fuck you.
1: But here's what's (laughs) missing that um, I'm trying to explain to a person I got off the phone before I was on, came on this, is... You know, you call like a normal person. That just they don't understand because if, you know, I go call my dentist. Right. Um, the what do you call the receptionist or the scheduler or whatever? She's an employee of that dentist.
0: Like my job, I answer the phones where I okay, work. For regardless, it's the yeah. same. It's the it's same, the same point, thing, right? Exactly. Yes, I know. Yes. This
1: person, the surgeon that I want, only works one Monday a month. Because she has a private practice. So she probably wants to come down there because by the way, she is smoking hot. Oh,
0: she is. <laughs> so you I'm hoping me like links. maybe oh, you know, yeah, I get a kind is. of like a,
1: you know, maybe I could get a handy, you know, until
0: dinner or something. <laughs>
1: Knock
0: it off. Um she's young
1: and and so she's <laughs> she's younger. So I'm thinking maybe, you know, the VA is gonna see a lot different um uh injuries or certain things than you would normally see in your uh, a civilian population so she's probably wanting to build her career right yes so you're talking that now I am talking to a call center who's trying to schedule with somebody that they don't have a control over their schedule of and trying to move all these other pieces in there so I do get why some of this stuff gets fallen through the cracks um, Like I said, the person yesterday, she called me back three times. The um, receptionist, and she goes, "I'm instant messaging the department now." And she goes, "No, they're saying that you didn't say yes. You have." And I said, "Well, what sense does that make?" And she goes, "It doesn't." (laughs) But you know, so exactly, some of them will fight with you. And you're like, this doesn't make well, any sense. She goes, let me call you back. I want to get a hold of somebody else. And There are people that will help you, but their hands are tied by bureaucracy and managers. And exactly. So, well.
0: so that's the thing that so many don't understand. So you can call the VA. You can do all that stuff, but you have to call your constituents. You have to call your senators. You have to call your commissioners. You. That's what we did. We were calling every, all that are supposed to be representing us in Oregon. We, we went to government level we just like left the va out of it and that's the thing you have to call the government you have to pound into them that's who we were calling nonstop, and we got results within a week within yeah, a you're week you're still
1: not going to make a civilian doctor show up more than yes, one yes we Monday did a week.
0: yes we did yes we did we were in florence with our doctor of our choice
1: Right, at the community to care one, but not in the VA sector.
0: But, see, that's the thing. The VA
1: can't force them to work more than one day. You know, that's what the person works.
0: No, but the VA cannot. But the VA can approve you to be able to get surgery with that doctor if the government approves it.
1: So the bitch of this is, too. uh, On top of it, they said, since you're, you know, if I did do that, she goes, they're going to want their own. MRIs and X rays. I'm like, well, why don't you give them to her that you've already given that you but made the, me take? And the then the VA they said, should well, pay for it. And they said, Well, you're probably gonna have to get them again because we can't do anything after they three months old. I'm like, it took me two and a half months to get to you people. <laughs> of course they're gonna be all. I mean, as soon as they gave me the results, they referred me out and I called. Or you guys right. called
0: me. Well, that's so true. it's frustrating. Yes. But that is true because but then the VA should be paying for those additional x-rays mris anything else that you need for the doctor but now telling- I, I want
1: to be clear about this too to yeah. me this is just like a lifestyle thing it's not gonna i'm not dying but i read this one in the arizona uh, on facebook we i belong to an arizona veterans forum and there was a guy he was in there and it, it was the second week of january and i'll never forget this story because i started talking to him and he went in for, I, I don't know what he went in for, for something originally. Maybe it was like a neck or something similar. And so they either did an MRI or an x-ray. Well, it says he's got a brain tumor. Ah. Oh. So he says, all right, can I get into the neurologist? And this is the first week of January. Uh huh. He goes, we can get you in March 20th. Now, exactly. my thing is, I know what I have. It's, I'm not going to die. If I had a brain tumor. And I can't Mm -hmm. see someone for two and a half months. I'm going to probably freak the fuck out every single second of my entire life.
0: Exactly. It's like,
1: is it like, am I going to die? Am I, you know, maybe it's nothing. I don't know. But if you can't get me into some. I mean, I'd be walking into the ER right here in the civilian ER and saying, can someone just explain to me before I have die of a panic attack? Exactly. So Some of those things I think are very, very, very
0: serious compared to, you know, mine. And that's when the people that get that, oh, it's going to be like three months out, two months out. It's like they have to call. I'm sorry, but we have fought this so many times. You have to call the government. The government holds the fucking keys. I, you know, I do not trust the government. I do not believe in the government. And I am a bitch and a thorn in their fucking side. And I will keep fighting with all my being for that because they hold the keys and what you just said clearly points out because those that like oh well i have to wait two and a half you do not you don't because the ones that sit back and wait get pushed out the ones that like me are in your face saying fuck you Every goddamn day calling them, they're going like, we got to get this person out of our life and just like move on. Let's just like fix them and move on. That is, that's how fucked up the system is. They should actually just take care of everybody, but they don't. They like push everybody else aside. who, The quiet ones who are timid and sitting in the background. But those like me has just been balls to the walls. Fuck you. I'm not taking that for an answer. We got to do this. It's how it is. It's how it's been for, I don't know, what, we've been married, I don't know, 30 years. I mean, it's just, <laughs> we've been fighting this non-fucking-stop. So I know the insides and outs of it. And I feel so bad for the, our veterans and for, oh, the bless their hearts, our seniors. It's like when we go to the VA clinic and MH is in with this doctor. Which a couple times I gone in and they didn't ask the questions like do you feel like committing suicide? Do you have guns in your house and all this other stuff? They don't ask it when I'm in the in the room. They only ask it if he's in the room alone.
1: No, so, they ask it when Dawn's in the room. They do? Oh
0: yeah. Oh, this one when I had to get my
1: blood pressure, they gave me a sheet of paper and said, Questions one, two, and nine, what would you say to those ones? And they were like, Are you killing yourself? Are you killing <laughs> right? others? Are you right? raping people? Are you rape?" And I got also extremism, ties to extremism now, too. Uh,
0: It was so (laughs) weird. I get
1: confused. I laugh at it.
0: I know. And Mike, he even went like, that was really weird. The nurse was really nervous about you being in the room. It's like, because you don't tell me the actual answers and you don't ask the questions that I'm going to ask. Just one does to you. So it's just. The they feet. they
1: will when you're walking away they'll say do you feel safe in your house that's the only one they won't answer or ask in front of her but um they try to do it really subtle but um <laughs> the rest of the stuff like dawn used to think i used to make that shit up it's she goes, not siri and then she goes she sat there she goes i can't believe they ask you that every time i'm like yeah i got 10 minutes of killing myself killing others right. raping people raping others yes my ties to extremism do i have paranoia Issues with uh, trust with authority You know it it, it got worse Under Biden I mean I'll I'll tell you that He's got the extra couple of the extremist Questions came up but
0: yeah I know I know but I did
1: Want to point something out to you that's extremely important Okay one of The reasons and everyone in the country Knows who he is is John McCain and I think is the biggest Piece of shit ever and I want you to let me Kind of hear myself out for This um, or you do And, you know, he was the maverick Republican and, <clears throat> you know, POW, all that. But whatever he was, I don't give a shit what he did in the military. What I do know is he was my senator and I have never voted for this prick. In 2012, you 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 may not have known or you may have. But that was when the corruption scandal, of the V.A. came out and the Phoenix V.A. was the ground zero nuclear part of it. Mm-hmm. John McCain. His office is one and a half miles from the VA where he was at, and his house is three miles. They started interviewing him, and one thing goes, I didn't know anything about this. And I'm thinking, did you pick your fucking phone up in the last 30 years? People have been bitching to you since, you know, the beginning. So he starts doing this, and you know what he did? Nothing. He did absolutely nothing. You know who did? It's just the weirdest thing for you. Kirsten Cinema, who's now a senator of Arizona, far left Democrat when she was a uh, congresswoman, she would physically walk you into the VA. Didn't matter if you were in her district or not. If you had problems, you just call her and she would walk you in. She is a vet friendly person. And I'm going to tell you that. But John McCain, when they say, oh, he's such a hero and a maver-, And I'm like, listen, when he started dying of brain cancer or whatever he had, I don't know what he had. He had something wrong with his brain. He didn't go to the V.A. He went to the Mayo Clinic. Now, mm-hmm. if he wanted to be a leader and we're, we're saying that, you know, he's got, you know, he's up in his 80s. There's no hope. You're, you know, you're, you're, right. you're punching off this rock one way or another. Yes. He could have done so much to say, I'm going to go to the V.A. and let these television cameras walk in here with me all the time. Yeah. And I'll expose him. But he didn't. No. Nope. And that's why I hate that guy's guts. The only time I ever cast one vote for him was against Obama. That was it, and I've never voted for him ever since then or before because the <laughs> guy, does he screwed veterans over, and everyone's like, oh, he's a vet. And I'm like, yeah, he,
0: yeah, he no. screwed us. See, that's the thing about party lines. There are no par- – like Peter DeFazio, he is a Democrat here. He's been here in Oregon for so many freaking years, so many of his policies I have disagreed with. He's retiring this year, but he has been a hardcore advocate for our veterans. I mean, he has been supportive nonstop. He's his office has been the one that fight for any freaking veteran. But he's As retiring. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, you know what? I don't I don't fall into party lines. I never have. I'm not a Republican. I am not a Democrat. I just watch shit <laughs> I mean that's the crazy part like oh my gosh I watch shit I listen I look at people I hear what they're saying and I pay attention and I pay attention to body language and that's was but then, what's... But then why
1: why would after all these years that he knew about it the VA got a failing F rating for five straight years at the Phoenix one because they were guilty of the cover-up of wait times that's what they got in trouble for because the administrators and then you know who got fired over it no one and then when trump came in he started firing people and the actual person they fired was the head of the va at the phoenix one sued and got their job back
0: see it's all about government bullshit government
1: because that's what trump said he goes if you're incompetent i want you out of there
0: exactly that's the whole thing and It's just like, I have not seen any difference whatsoever. They, oh, we're fighting for our veterans. You know what? You're not. It's the small people that are fighting for our veterans every goddamn day. We have to keep fighting. And that's why I was, like, when I called you Thursdays, like, we have to fucking start doing this shit. We have to tell the world because it's bullshit. I mean, I'm sitting there next to a little old man who's, like, in his 90s. He can't get fucking eyeglasses because, oh, you didn't fill out your form correctly, even though you're a World War II veteran. I was like, what the fuck? He fought for a fucking country. He is completely disabled. He's in his 90s, and he literally falls into where he should be get eye care and get his glasses at. Oh, you didn't fill out your form correctly. I was like, what the fuck? He proposed to me that day too. <laughs> His wife smacked him. But oh my God, that was just like all the times I go to the VA clinic with Mike and I'm sitting there in the waiting room and the stories I hear, it just fucking blows my mind how we are not taking care of them. Their voices are. Well, there are
1: I- advocacy places that could help, you know, you got the DAV, which I'm a member of the Disabled American Veterans you yes. got, um, you know, many of your VFWs or what is it? The legions. Yes, They'll help you are. out too. Um, yeah. But a lot of people aren't aware. You I know, know. Like I just started getting into the DAV this year because I'm up on my claim uh, percentages. Uh-huh. And so but- I call them and you're like, all right, so now here it is. It's what, uh, let's say it's almost May. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard from the DAV. I called them once again. There's no answer in their Phoenix office. I left it. I went to their website. A guy from Vegas calls me. So I'm like, what? The f-? So I, I didn't even answer. It. You know, I was like, I don't know anyone in Las Vegas. I just didn't answer it. And he left a message. I'm like, all right, let me call this guy back. He's the uh, head guy of the DAV in Las Vegas. I'm like, well, where's the Phoenix guy?
0: <laughs> right.
1: Like, well, we kind of help with their overload. I'm like, I, I said, I've been calling their office for three weeks straight. Like every other day at different times, like 8 a.m., 11 a.m., 1 p.m., 4 p.m. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm not catching them or whatever and nothing. I think I got back to me and he's like, I will help you with your claim and, you know, so forth, so forth. And I'm like, that's fine. But there's also these things that, you know, you wanted me to bring up to you that Don's father had to go through that Mm -hmm. he wasn't aware why he didn't go to the doctor. But if you can't get to – you don't have a ride. Let's say I'm by myself and, and I'm so disabled. Yep. How am I going to get to a doctor? Well, exactly. 99% of the people are going to say I can't. Yep. But if you don't if you know that the DAV would say, Hey, give us a call, we'll give you a ride. But then what if I'm calling the Phoenix office for two weeks straight and I don't get an answer?
0: Exactly. You know,
1: and they're a private company, you know, so but Exactly. It's a lot of these things. I think there's not enough education in the VSO, what's um, oh, the veteran service officers, they are VA employees. So I don't Mm -hmm. really trust them as much. Right. That's just me. I'm sorry. I talk too much.
0: It's not just you. That's the thing. We have to be their voice. We have to be your voice. We have to be Mike's voice. We have to be that sweet older gentleman who couldn't get his fucking eyeglasses voice. We have to be their voice because they are not their own voice. You have a very strong voice. Oh, my God. My husband has a very strong voice, too. But you know what? We have to be their voice. I am so tired of just watching and being on the lines. I'm done. I'm done with it. It's bullshit. I you and here. I have had
1: this conversation before, but I told you about this Vietnam guy um, that I was down in the Phoenix VA with and This guy hated everyone. I mean, he right. was screaming at doctors, nurse, you know, but not like, you know, like the uh, interns or anything. And he was super cool to us. I'm like, dude, the fuck, man, what's going on? He's like, I am only doing this so you don't have to.
0: Exactly. He goes,
1: I am doing this and yes. I fight for the person who's behind me. He goes, your job is to fight for the person behind you. Yes. And I started thinking of that. If it were not for Vietnam veterans, if not yep. for Vietnam vets, yep. veterans would not be considered heroes at all. You'd still yep. be the piece of shit baby killers, spit upon yep. people. And the VA would still be the piece of shit it is. Yep. And I think those guys really deserve, you know, a lot more than what they get.
0: Yeah, absolutely. See, and that's why today's podcast was so important to me because we. Sorry, have... I
1: talked all through it.
0: <laughs> no, you didn't. We both talked. I talked a lot, too. We are their voice. We have to bring, keep bringing this to light. So we're going to keep. Oh ignore the words i'm gonna say right now circle back i know i know, I know. but we're gonna keep going back over this like well, every you are a red-headed weeks. red-headed
1: soulless ginger as well so i mean maybe well, you have that bond but with her, right? yet
0: my red hair is actually natural <laughs> oh did i just go there yes yes i did but you know we're gonna keep touching base on this because the world needs Their eyes fucking opened. I know. The world doesn't care, I know they don't, but if we keep pounding it in, just like they kept pounding in, how you have to wear a fucking mask, blah, blah, blah. You're killing people. Bullshit. So if we keep pounding in the same way. So this is the thing I learned from last two years. So the government said, oh, you have to wear a mask. And all these sheep kept falling through because they kept pounding in every fucking day. If we keep pounding it in every fucking day. We're going to succeed. We're going to get there. I refuse to not fly. I refuse to not succeed. I just don't give a shit anymore. And I'm not holding back anymore. So you're along for the ride there, partner. How do you feel about that? It's rock and roll. Oh, woo! Right? Let's see. What should our theme song be? Speaking of rock and roll, what should our theme song be? Let's think on that. Let's actually throw that out to the listeners, because I've been getting actually quite a bit of emails in our mailbag. So, hey, listeners, what should our theme song be? That'd be kind of exciting to read, don't you think? Sure. All right. And Steve, thank you so much for hanging with me when I totally went off the rails. No worries. And thank you with I'm your... your friend.
1: You don't apologize ever when you're my friend
0: and you don't have to apologize for me either and i that's why we work so good together and we're going to blow the shit out and people are going to like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" because we're going to keep pounding at home. And i love you. you all everyone else, take care from crickside chatter. We all love you. Mwah!